Welcome to You Heard It Here, a McPherson Media Group podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest news from your region. I'm Jamie Salter. And I'm Max Dankamp. Here's what's making news today, May 4th. Shepparton will become a regional hub for education with the rollout of the $148 million Academy of Teaching and Leadership. The Academy will be established in Melbourne and at seven regional centres, including Shepparton, Acting Premier James Merlino announced today. The Academy would build on the existing Barstow Institute of Educational Leadership, which previously had no permanent presence outside of central Melbourne. While the CBD site is slated to be open early next year, regional centres in Bansdale, Ballarat, Bendigo, Geelong, Mildura, Mowie and Shepparton will begin operating by the end of 2022. Once established, the Academy's flagship will be a one-year intensive teaching excellence program delivered to up to 500 teachers across English, Maths, Science and the Arts. The Victorian government has slammed claims by Murray Plains State Member Peter Walsh that it's planning to merge Victorian hospitals, including Echuca Regional Health. Last week, the Victorian Liberal Nationals launched the Hands Off Our Hospitals petition in response to what they call a growing push to amalgamate services. They said hospitals at Mildura, Warnable, Horsham, Wangaratta, Echuca, Wanthaggi and Barnsdale were among those targeted by the plan which would see larger health services appointed as lead organisations. But a Victorian government spokesperson said local hospitals were not amalgamated and any suggestion was simply scaremongering. Energy Safe Victoria Commission Chairperson Marnie Williams is pleading with machinery operators to look up after two men were electrocuted near Shepparton. On April 27, a 72-year-old man was left in a critical condition after a grain auger he was transporting hit power lines in Harston. The man was severely shocked after the grain auger hit one of the bare overhead power lines above. He was airlifted to the Alfred Hospital, while the second person driving the forklift also received an electric shock. Two other incidents in recent weeks are being investigated, and Ms Williams said people in regional and rural areas need to be aware of power lines and overhead wires. With less than three months left for Chuka's mystery $4.8 million set-for-life winner to claim their prize, officials are urging players to check their tickets before time runs out. The mystery winner held the only Division I winning entry nationally in set-for-life draw 1000s, 996 drawn Friday, January 22 this year and brought their ticket from Chuka Square Lotto. They take home the prize for $4.8 million, paid in instalments of $20,000 a month for 20 years. The winning entry is unregistered, which means officials from the lot have no way of contacting the winner. Echuca Square Lotto co-owner Gavin Sullivan said he has been encouraging all players to check their set-for-life tickets. The rare square-tailed kite was spotted for the first time at the Australian Botanic Gardens Shepparton in Kyala at a bird survey over the weekend. BirdLife Murray-Goulburn Conservation Officer Don Roberts said it was quite unbelievable the group sighted the species at the Botanic Gardens. Mr Roberts said in his five decades of birdwatching, he'd only witnessed the square-tailed kite in Maroopna and Rushworth on two occasions. He said they were hard to see as they skim across the top of canopies. There are 28 birds recorded during the morning survey on May 1st, bringing the total number of species recorded since the beginning of the walks in 2012 to 117. And in sport, Shepparton Football Netball Club is on the hunt for any new or old faces to lend a hand and pull on the boots for the reserve side this season. 
The Bears find themselves in uncharted waters and are struggling to field a reserves football side in the Golden Valley League. Calls to help out and pull on the famous gold and maroon Guernsey come after the club has been forced to forfeit its past two matches due to low numbers. It's a predicament one many feared could happen since the COVID-19 pandemic arose last year, and football and netball clubs across Victoria are struggling to welcome back former players in the months since. That's what's making news today. You're up to date.